If you want a complete roadmap to change your legs in the greatest way, then today's episode is probably for you because I'm going to talk about how to change the shape of your legs, how to get more muscle tone, how to get stronger legs, and everything legs today. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. Everybody has a weakness. Everybody has a weak body part that they want to work on. I'm working on a couple of them. And actually, right now, I'm working on my legs, but people have arms they want to work on, they have back, they have chest, abs they want to work on, but today we're talking about working on your legs. So how do you change the shape of your legs? How do you get muscles on? How do you build them up? And how do you build strength? And I'm going to give you eight tips. I'm basically giving you the roadmap. The only thing I'm not doing in today's episode is putting the barbell on your back and forcing you to work out. That's the only thing I'm not doing today because if you listen to these eight steps, you're gonna know exactly how to change your legs the most. But first, I want you to go to spencersgroup.com. In in there is a free group where we provide free coaching, free recipes, free community, all sorts of cool free stuff in our group, and it's for free. So go to spencersgroup.com. We'll also give you some guides that might be kind of helpful. You can read through those on how to improve your metabolism, protein, all kinds of stuff at spencersgroup.com. Without further ado, though, let's go through the eight ways to change your legs. So number one is you have to train harder over time. It's kind of like a video game. Are you any of you out there video gamers or like you were in the past? So in a video game, they have easy mode, moderate, and hard. And you usually start the game by selecting the easy mode so you can get the feel for the game. And then as you get better, you should go to moderate. And then if you really want to challenge yourself and master the game and become really, really good at the game, you need to move to the hard level. And every time you move to the next level, like your opponent gets like harder and smarter and and really good at what they're doing. And that's exactly, and that's a lot like working out. I want you to go into the gym and select easy mode. You're working on your form and technique and the weights are kind of light. Then you got to go to moderate where now you're starting to add weight and you're still keeping great form. And then eventually as you keep doing these things, you're in hard mode. And every time you go into the gym, you know, your workouts are a lot harder. So you have to progress over time. It's called progressive overload. But if you want to simplify it, It's train harder over time, and that's number one. Number two is do exercises that use many muscles, or in other words, compound movement. So if you really want to change your legs in a great way, you should be doing leg press, squats, deadlifts, lunges, and those are probably the main ones, and maybe a barbell glute bridge. I would probably say those are the five. Now, a compound movement means you're working on most of your leg muscles as you do each of these movements. So even though squat is usually quad dominant, like it's mainly working on your quads, you are definitely working on your hamstrings and your glutes as well because these are compound movements. Now, isolated movements means you're only working on one muscle. So like a tricep or a bicep or a calf raise. A calf raise, you're only working your calves. Literally, you're just standing there doing toe raises. (laughs) Okay. That is an isolated movement. 
but you want to do compound movements and they'll change your legs the most. Number three is work out all parts of your legs. Too often I see people do a bunch of squats and lunges because they know those are important for legs, but they don't have the same amount of work on their hamstrings. So for instance, let's say they do a bunch of squats and lunges and they do 20 sets in the week of quads. Well, their hamstrings only got eight. You don't want to do that. You should be evenly working on all of your leg muscles if you want to change them. Now you can increase here and there like you know for instance me I'm working on my calves I can increase the the sets on my calves versus my quads and hamstrings but what my point is is you should always be working on all four glutes hams quads and calves if for a long time for a number of months you emphasize quads over and over again and you don't really work on your hamstrings very much you won't have balance. You won't have the proper looking leg. You won't have proper strength. And actually, when you create an imbalance like that, you're kind of setting yourself up for injury as well. Okay, so work on all of the leg muscles. Number four is make leg day important. You have to prioritize it. You have to do it. If you want your legs to grow, and what what that means, somebody asked me like, what does that mean when you say want your legs to grow? And what that means is you want to develop the muscles. You want to grow in strength and grow your muscle. And actually, when people are going for muscle tone, sometimes you have to like not tell them that means they have to build it. They have to build muscle. But sometimes when you tell people, well, you should build muscle, they say, I can't do that. I don't want to be bulky. I'm like, you just said you want to be toned, though. To see muscle tone, we got to build muscle. I hope that makes sense. But guys, you have to do leg day. It is very commonly skipped. Because leg day is tough. When you do arms, they're smaller muscle groups and it doesn't tax the body as much. But when you do squats and deadlifts and glute bridges and stuff like this, man, it uh, there's a lot of burn involved. Uh, it's very tiring. As a matter of fact, my Apple Watch, when it's tracking my workouts, the highest heart rate days, even higher than cardio, are when I'm doing deadlifts and when I'm doing squats with a barbell. And so these days are pretty tough and it's commonly skipped. And so now with more people, believe it or not, more men are wanting to work on their legs and women kind of always wanted to, at least in my like 12, 13 years experience, women have wanted to work on their legs more than men. So that hasn't really changed, but there's a lot of people that want to work on legs and have the toned strong legs and they're skipping leg day more than any other day. Prioritize it. Number five is do exercises correctly. So for instance, if, if, if you don't get proper training or, or if you don't look up how to do technique and you don't ask for help on how to do some of these exercises in the right way, then you're not necessarily getting the most out of your workouts. So if a squat is supposed to work your quads, but your form is crappy and it, there's a lot of back, you're using a lot of your back or... On deadlifts, again, you're using a lot of your back instead of your hamstrings and glutes where you're not going to get the results in your legs. So I think sometimes why I even have this on my list, like why is it number five, like proper form, is because when people say proper form, they think they're avoiding injuries, which is true. Yes, you're avoiding injuries by doing proper form, but also I want you to feel it in the right muscles. If we're supposed to be working on your quads, your quads should be burning, not your back. And and vice versa, and that can be interchangeable for any muscle group. 
proper form helps you actually work the muscle and burn the muscle. Number six, think about your muscles. I call this mind to muscle connection. What in the world does that mean though? So I I got this from my in-person training days. When you signed up somebody that might be a beginner, which is okay, everybody has a different starting place, but they might be a beginner. And you have them do a squat and they kind of just do it quickly and they're done with it. And it doesn't look like there was much strain in their face. Let's say their form was okay, but like they, they rushed through everything. And you ask them, hey, did you feel this in this certain muscle group? And sometimes they say no, or sometimes they look at you confused. And you should be lifting weights at a slow enough pace that you feel it in the muscle group that you want to change. You also, you want to have that mind-to-muscle connection because once I had that mind-to-muscle connection and I was actually thinking about the muscle that I'm supposed to be working, my workouts got harder just by making sure that the weight I was holding was in the proper muscle. So I had to go slow. I had to perfect my technique and I had to actually think about it, not rush through the workout because I hate it and I can't wait until it's over. And I really didn't stop and think about, hey, what muscle am I supposed to be working right now? Where am I supposed to be feeling this? Number seven is one that you guys knew I was going to say is you have to eat well. You have to have proper nutrition. You know, I'm going to tell you a common mistake like guys like me make. And when we're trying to grow, like we want to build muscle, we want to become bigger in certain muscle groups, there is the urge to weigh overeat or have too many treats or eat the junk food. Because to grow, if you want more muscle strength, all that stuff, you're going to have to go to higher calories once in a while. You are. You're going to have to go to higher calories once in a while. And when you do, there is the temptation to overeat. And the thing that pops in your head, the message that pops in your head is, well, I have to gain weight anyway, which is kind of true. If I'm going to make you more muscular in your legs, you're going to gain some weight. If we lose some body fat, then the scale won't change at all. That's a body recomposition change. But if I just throw on some more muscle on your legs and glutes, then the scale is going to go up. And that's when the mindset kicks in and they're like, well, I'm going to gain weight anyway, so I might as well just eat whatever I want, all the junk food every day. But proper nutrition is the best way to grow your legs and change your legs. We need the fiber. We need to hit your protein. We need the vitamins and minerals, and we shouldn't overeat. We should be hitting our calorie number, and then if our coach or whoever tells us to increase calories or our plan asks us to increase calories, we should increase calories, and we should increase the right foods, proteins, complex carbs, and some of the healthier fats. Number eight is you want to rest well. You want to recover. You need proper sleep. You need to space out. Um, you need to space out your leg days. You should have a rest day in between, maybe even two rest days in between. This one, I'll tell you a little story about my gym days. Uh, This is another mistake guys made. So the guys are making mistakes on their legs. (laughs) But this is a, a, a big mistake I saw in the gym is people that wanted to change a muscle group the most. Like, for instance, in this episode, we're talking about legs. So you have these group of guys that want to change their legs the most. So what do they do? They work legs every single day. They go balls to the wall. They push themselves 
harder and harder. They never prioritize sleep. It's all about protein and supplements and crush your soul in the gym and you'll grow. And they might get initial results, but then they just kind of would plateau. It's, it's the missing piece for a lot of people is prioritizing sleep, making sure you are getting that rest day because let me tell you, if you're doing this naturally, recovery is more important. If you're using steroids, you could probably push it to the max for a while and, and get great results. But if you're like me and you do it naturally, recovery is going to have to be a piece of it. I know my coach who does my nutrition and he does my workouts. He would not be pleased if I was doing multiple leg movements every single day in a row. I work out five days a week. So if all five had some legs in there, he, he would ask me to change. He wouldn't like it. And that's what I'm passing off to you guys. So these are the eight steps to change your legs, to make them look more toned this summer to make them look bigger and bulkier for those of you that just want some some more size or more strength. Because think about it, your legs are your base. And there's a lot of advantages to having a strong base. You're going to have balance for longer. I personally think you'll age better if you have balance and a stronger base. You'll be able to lift more. You know, think about moving your couch and stuff. Legs are the most important factor when you're when you're doing things like that. Okay, so if you want to change your legs, follow this list of eight. And as always, I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.